0: Morning. Good morning. morning! May the gentle Christ who comes to us in Easter fill our hearts and be with us today. Walk with us. Amen. Now my hope this morning is to invite you to accompany me on a short journey and to ask the Holy Spirit that the Holy Spirit would walk with us this morning. We are just two Sundays away from Pentecost and the Sundays of Easter are almost over. This is uh, We have one more Sunday to light. Uh, the Paschal candle, and uh, then we will only use it occasionally. Uh, but the text today is perhaps uh, positioned kind of strangely in our calendar. It takes us back to the night of Jesus' arrest. So if you read a little bit of the description on top of those uh, scripture lessons, you realize that's kind of strange. We're at Easter, and we're reading a pre-Easter uh, text this morning. But in this text, Jesus reminds the disciples that although he will soon be leaving them. He will not leave them orphaned, but will send an advocate to be with them forever. Today we are celebrating Mother's Day. Now, normally, I wouldn't preach on Mother's Day. I probably take the text. Mother's Day is not necessarily a, uh, a religious uh, a celebration, but it is a celebration of uh, women and life. And for that reason, I might actually venture into Mother's Day ideas. And I am doing so today. I feel very good about that. Spend some time with the text. I found some things that I, I found very interesting. I like the idea of a mothers uh, celebrating the goodness of life. Uh, the Proctor Journal every year has a Mother's Day celebration to it, and so the kids tell us what they like about their mothers, it's uh, the Bayview kids, they're in third grade, they interview these kids, or they write them down, and then it gets uh, brought into the journal. And uh, I mean, you sh- see some of the really interesting things, the typical stuff, she's nice, that was one, she's nice. She uh, puts chocolate chip cookies in my pancakes, that's also good. My grandson uh, mentioned that his mom, is, uh, likes coffee in the morning. I'm not sure exactly what that means, but I'm sure there's a story behind that, but we'll just let that set for a minute. Those are all the normal, special things one might expect to hear from kids. But the overriding message was this, that moms are those who walk with us, who take care of us, and can be counted on to be there no matter what, when you need them. That's the overriding message. I think there's something like that happening in this text this morning as well. So I invite you to just walk with me a little bit this morning as we go through that. It maybe changes how we think about the Holy Spirit, but I appreciate the idea of an advocate. The advocate is someone who will be with you. That's the intention of the word. That word advocate is interesting. It's a word... It's a title that is a part of a legal system. It's legal language. It's a legal assistant or a defense lawyer's helper. I always think of Perry Mason. I don't even remember Perry Mason. Wow, I'm dating myself. I don't mind doing so this morning. He had these two assistants. You remember their names? Della Street and Paul Drake. There are two assistants to Perry Mason. Well, Perry Mason may be in the courtroom Della we're seeing somehow running from one place to another, trying to round up witnesses for the defense or finding evidence to help their client. The word uh, advocate, Periklētom, is the translation. Is one called to an aid or as an aid, or one called alongside to give help? Seems like a rather appropriate idea for Mother's Day. For often mothers play that role in our lives. Someone who helps and walks alongside. Here's the other special thing about the advocate or Holy Spirit. He has promises to not leave us orphaned. What is Jesus talking about? Almost every child at some point worries about what it would be like to not have their parents. It would be normal if you didn't have that run through your mind every now and then. To lose that person who you know knows you. To lose that person who you know will walk beside you and be with you. A mom's love is like that. It suggests that it's the kind of love that no matter what will always be there. And can be counted on no matter what. So what Jesus is saying is something deep as a mother's love. Jesus knows that his love is that kind of love. And to lose that love, that one to walk beside you, would be devastating. This love is not just personal, but affects everything we are and everywhere we look. Here's what Jesus says. In a little while, the world will no longer see me. And I want to just pause for a moment, because I want you to think about that. Because the word for world is cosmos. Which means that the loss of Jesus is cosmic in scope. It's as if the world, the whole world, would be thrown off its axis. And any sense of balance would be somehow destroyed or compromised. Is it any wonder that Jesus offers this promise of an advocate to walk alongside us when our whole world is devastated and off its axis? Someone to walk with us, along with us. Someone to advocate for us when our world is turned upside down. just doesn't stop there, however. Yes, you will no longer see me. And the world, the cosmos, will, will be empty without me in it. But listen, because I live, you also will live. We often wonder what the Spirit is and what it is doing. Luther said that the Spirit is always calling, gathering, and enlightening the church, keeping it sanctified and kept in one true faith in Christ, keeping it united to Christ. On My Bed Stand is a very important book. It's a book that tells the story of my family. It's a genealogy that goes back over 200 years. There are all sorts of people in this book, names, dates, whatever. There are also... Uh, More than dates in that book, there are stories shared about what it's been like in the past and what it might look like in the future. It's a, a story that tells us that there is a future and you need to just hold on. It connects us. It allows us to dream about life yet to be. Jesus tells his disciples that because I live, you also will live. It might seem out there in some distant future, but I am alive and I am, uh, I am there to be with you, Jesus says. I will reveal myself to you again. So walk beside me again this morning. It's this invitation to know that Jesus has sent the advocate to walk with us. That has uh, has us looking expectantly into each new day. What is God doing today? Where is Jesus with us in his spirit today? And where will he lead us into the future? As we age, and I say that uh, very, very cognizant of the fact that I'm including myself, we do tend to look differently at the passing of time. Each day we get closer to that moment when the revelation of who Jesus is, is met with expectation. I'm just closer to that than I was you know, 10 years ago. Where the routine of daily life has a bit more mystery attached to it. Maybe we get a bit anxious about all that stuff. But maybe we also begin to embrace that future and that promise. Imagine, Jesus says, as we walk together today, on that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you are in me. And I in you. It's time to take a breath. Our walk has just begun. But our hearts are filled with wonder, for our advocate has not left us orphaned. We are in Christ. And Christ is in us. And we are all together with Christ in the Father. Happy Mother's Day. Happy knowing that on the journey people walk with you. We have each other and we have the advocate to be with us every moment of every day. God's blessings on your week.